Tucker shuts down the net. Uh, Biden international sex trafficking, and nobody cares. And WhatsApp secretly recording you? Hmm, all that and more coming up. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Wednesday, halfway through the week. Tomorrow's the big D-Day invasion at our southern border. Hope you're ready for it. We're going to cover that a little bit tonight. We covered it a lot last night. And uh, remind you that you can protect your online activity with the best and easiest VPN. That would be NordVPN. Use our special link in our show notes tonight, and you will get an incredible deal. Three months at 59% off. More than, way more than half off. If you use our link, NordVPN. All right, let's get going. We got an update to bring you here, and that would be our Miko update. Our favorite little furry friend. <laughs> She's doing well. This is her just relaxing. You know, this dog is so photogenic. She never takes a bad picture. I, you know, I know, look, it's my dog. I'm supposed to be like, you know, like she's my kid, which I feel like she's my kid. But seriously, it doesn't matter. She could be just lounging in the middle of eating, whatever it is. She actually poses when she sees that, when she sees this camera come up, she's, she's right on it. She's all of a sudden, she's Ms. Beauty Queen. Strike a pose. <laughs> just like there. She would just lay in there. And she saw the camera, so she turns and she looks right at me. And it's like, here you go, Dad. Is that the shot you want? Amazing. I really, I should get her into modeling. Our Miko updates brought to you by BarkBox.com. BarkBox.com slash Miko is our special link. It's in our show notes tonight. You can find it, but it's easy to remember. If you use that link, you can sign up for a multi-month subscription, and you will get a free month, one month entirely free $35 value, that is. Now listen, BarkBox is a box jam full of goodies for your dog. You'll get one every month. Every month is a new theme. Two toys, two bags of all-natural good-for-your-dog treats, and an also all-natural good-for-your-dog dog chew. That comes in the box every month, and every month is a new theme. They are adorable. And if you use the second link in our show notes, you can get a BarkBox fun toy free. So you can pick one free month or these amazing fun water toys. You get a sprinkler and a splash pad and a couple of floaties. You can pick from any one and they're very cool. BarkBox.com slash Miko or the second link in our show notes tonight. And uh, check them out, BarkBox.com. Look, even if you're not going to buy something, go click over to the link, check it out, take a look at what they've got. And if you are a dog owner like me, uh, chances are you're going to sign up because it is such a cool deal. All right. Uh, listen, <laughs> I, uh, I put this link in our show notes just so you could actually get a live update. And I was interested myself to see what the numbers were. If you haven't seen it yet, this is something Tucker Carlson posted just about, what, uh, 12 hours ago or less. Uh, it's absolutely gone nuts. And there's the number I was looking for. As of right now, this is live, 
90.4 million views. Holy crap. <laughs> Honestly, check it out. The link is in our show notes. And listen to what Tucker has to say, because what he says in this video is, well, it's phenomenal, first of all, but it, uh, it's very meaningful. You really do have to check it out. <clears throat> and a lot of sites have covered this. It's been all over the news. No doubt you've seen it, uh, but I'm going to just cover a few articles. This one from Blaze Media. Tucker is subject to the same rules and rewards of all content creators. That, according to Elon Musk, he says that Tuck, uh, Twitter did not sign a deal with Tucker Carlson. He has an account. He is a content creator, and he can come on Twitter just like everybody else, say what he wants to say, and he's subject to the same rules that everyone else is. There's Elon and the Tuck. Uh, after Car Tucker Carlson announced he will be launching a show on Twitter very soon, Elon noted the social media platform did not ink a deal with Carlson. He faces the same rules and regs and elig will be, be eligible for the same benefits as other content creators on the platform. Musk also expressed his hope that left-wing figures will also choose to share their content on Twitter. And you know, that's actually the point. For all you leftist nutbag nutjobs out there who are complaining and say, oh, Rumble's just a conservative site, Twitter's all screwed, come on the platform, you're welcome too. It's not just us conservatives here on Rumble. I'm live Monday through Friday at 10. And you can be live too. Get your ass in gear. You won't. You won't because in general you're just lazy and stupid. and You just want to bitch and complain and write your little tweets. But do something. Get your ass in gear. Get it up off the couch and put a podcast together. And put it on Rumble. Put it on Twitter. Nothing stopping you. You are more than welcome on this platform. I don't speak for the platform. I'm just a content creator. But I know, as a matter of absolute fact, you are more than welcome on these platforms. Nothing stopping you except you. So that article is in our show notes tonight. You want to check that out. We got a bunch of stuff related to this whole Tucker Carlson thing. In fact, this rather interesting one popped today. And uh, hmm, because there's been a lot of controversy about why Tucker was let go, what happened behind the scenes. Not a lot of details that are from reliable sources. This is from the postmillennial.com. Uh, Tucker Carlson was told by a member of the Fox board that he was taken off the air as part of the Dominion settlement. You remember that 700 and some odd million dollars Fox wound up settling with Dominion for? Mm, settling. Well, according to Tucker's legal team, part of the Dominion settlement was taking Carlson off the air. <clears throat> yeah, imagine that. This has not been confirmed. But on Tuesday, just yesterday, revealed Fox News settlement uh, claims made in 2020 about the company's voting machines, uh, roles in the presidential election. They say that was uh, one of the reasons why former Fox News host Tucker Carlson was taken off the air. Two people briefed on the conversation told Axios that Carlson had been told by a Fox board member 
He was taken off the air abruptly last month as part of the settlement. $787 million settlement reached by the two parties came less than a week after it was revealed that Carlson was off the air, with his final show being Friday after the settlement was announced. In a letter from Carlson's lawyers to Fox News, they argue Carlson's non-compete clause in his contract, which does run through 2025, that's a long time, and well after the 2024 elections, sadly, they argue it's no longer valid, alleging Fox employees, including Rupert Murdoch himself, broke promises to Carlson intentionally and with reckless disregard for the truth. That from Tucker Carlson's lawyers. They accuse Fox executives, which two sources told Axios are Viet Din and Murdoch, of making material representations or promises to Carlson that were intentionally broken, constituting fraud. Hmm. This is going to get interesting. Wow. <laughs> How about that? All right. Hey, we got to tell you about one of our sponsors. If you just be patient, bear with me for a second. They uh, pay money to be here and they want to talk to you. And one of our sponsors is Skillshare. Skillshare is an amazing place online where you can find all kinds of great classes in just about anything you can imagine. You go over there and check out the site. And uh, Skillshare is the place where you sign up, you pay a monthly fee, subscription fee, just like so many other places, and you take classes. They're non-commercial, so they don't have advertisements like, you know, YouTube skip. They, they don't exist there when you're signed up. And this is incredible. Trending right now. I just got a list from Skillshare this morning. April's most popular classes. Take, now, take a look. This will give you some idea as to the variety over there at Skillshare. Bring your mid-journey concept to life with Blender 3D. Video editing magic creates scroll-stopping masking effects. Watercolors for beginners. Techniques to paint loose landscapes. Easy eye-catching animations in Procreate. Surface pattern design. Create and license your first fabric collection. What a cool idea. Level up as a guitarist. Uncover your signature playing style. Character animation. Simulating 3D turns with Adobe After Effects. And drawing people in pattern outfits. Stylized character illustrations in Procreate. Cool as hell. These are just some of the courses you can get. You, you go over and check it out. And you can put in the search bar what you're interested in whether it's computer programs, editing, video software, uh, writing, creating. A lot of this stuff has to do with creative designs and creativity. But you'd be amazed. You can even find out how to probably unplug a drain, a drain over there. And also, listen, if you are a teacher, if you have courses, you can op sign up for Skillshare and make a little money on the side by offering your course on Skillshare. Link is in our show notes down below. Check them out. If you use that link, you will get an incredible special deal. Skillshare is the space, the place, and check it out. You will be amazed at the things you can learn. All right. Let us move on up and over here. Um, uh, we have covered this sort of before, part of the story. 
Now, Real Clear Politics is covering it again. And this is a nightmare from Senator Ron Johnson. We can prove Hunter Biden paid for international sex trafficking ring and the media doesn't care. Johnson said Tuesday, yesterday, during an interview with uh, Harris Faulkner, Faulkner on Fox News, congressional Republicans can prove Hunter Biden paid an international sex trafficking ring for prostitutes during a time when he was being financially supported by his dad, the current president of the United States. Quoting here, he said, we have the evidence that Hunter Biden paid tens of thousands of dollars for prostitutes that were sex trafficked through an international sex trafficking ring. There's a whole statement here. It's in the article, the link to which is in our show notes, so you can read it. And it just gets worse and worse. It is grotesque, they say in the statement, but the media will not concentrate on it. They won't even talk about it. We had that in our report. We had the financial transactions that proved it. James Comer does the same thing, but it's so icky and reprehensible. People don't want to talk about it. Well, we need to talk about it, not just talk about it, but do something about it. It's galling to hear the president talk about how proud he is of his son, Hunter. He enables this crap. He enables it by propping up his son, both in terms of those kind of words of praise and financially. It's really, it's as the article says, it's pretty sick. It's beyond sick. Read the whole article. It's here. And uh, the whole statement from Senator Johnson. Um, <laughs> it just gets interestinger and interestinger. Speaking of sex scandals, we got another one going on that uh, is not over yet in spite of what some nasty left-wing morons are screaming and celebrating about. <clears throat> Donald Trump, wait a minute, can we get rid of the ads, please? There you go. Donald Trump vows to appeal. A jury has found him, a civil jury, has found him liable for sexual abuse and awards this goofball accuser 5 million USD. He immediately lashed out, claiming again he does not know Carol, referred to the verdict as a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. There's the nutbag now. A jury found Donald Trump, a civil jury, found Donald Trump liable for sexually abusing advice columnist E. Jean Carroll in 1996, awarding her $5 million in a judgment that would uh, haunt the former president as he campaigns to regain the White House. The verdict adds to Trump's legal woes and offers vindication to Carroll, whose allegations have been mocked and dismissed by Trump for years. She nodded as the verdict was announced, just a few hours after the deliberations had begun, and she hugged supporters and smiled through tears. Jurors also found Trump liable for defaming Carol after she made her allegations public, 
Trump chose not to attend the civil trial and was absent when the verdict was read. So basically, let's review the evidence. Carol says Trump did something to her, but can't remember specifically what it was he did or when. And Carol's friend says Carol called her after the incident, but they never spoke of it again. That's pretty much it. And uh, not that you need to, but if you haven't seen this already, here she is. And listen closely. Listen closely and watch this nutball. Uh, one thing that we don't talk enough about. Uh, Here we go. I feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not. This was not sexual. For it just it it hurt. It just what it just you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I a think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. <laughs> Watch. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. (laughs) He doesn't know what to say. Anderson Cooper, is that it? Yeah, Anderson Cooper. He's beside himself that this moron just said that. I think rape is sexy. Yeah. Well, she won $5 million. Good on you. Trump's, of course, appealing. Likely he'll win. Woman's not got a leg to stand on. If they could get the thing moved to a new jurisdiction, then there certainly would be a different outcome. But you're not going to get that when you're dealing with these idiots in New York. That's for damn sure. All right. Here's a... You know, we talked a lot, a lot. All week we've been talking about what's going to happen tomorrow when Title 42 comes over, is done. And the giant, and I mean huge or huge, as Trump would say, huge invasion happening at our southern border. It's be prepared, folks. If you live down there, keep your head on a swivel. Arm yourself legally if you can, and you should be able to. But uh, it's uh, it's an absolute nightmare. Take a look at uh, this story. It's from News Target. It has to do with the border, but it's another angle on this that you probably haven't heard about. Video of UN-sponsored human migration camp at the Darien Gap, where global migrants assemble and are transported up to the border to enter into the U.S. I got video coming up in just a minute. Uh, Brightian.com founder Mike Adams interviews war correspondent Michael Yon, who is on site at the UN migration camp. That's at the Darien Gap in Panama. Both the United Nations and the U.S. are funding mass human migrations activities to shuttle migrants from all over the world into the U.S., this is down around, let's see, yeah, there you go. There's a picture of the Darien Gap. It's right right, uh, just below Panama, between Panama and Colombia. That's what's called the Darien Gap, a massive expansion 
of this camp is currently underway, which helps funnel even more migrants. The U.S. is funding this. They are involved in organizing hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens to shove across the border. Take a look at this. Hang on. Let me get to the... Uh, Where's the video? Here we go. The video of this, this, this is this migrant camp. Take And look at who's involved. You want to talk about a real tragedy. It's right here in the canal zone of Panama City. This whole facility used to be controlled by the U.S. government. It was a military base to protect the Panama Canal. Jimmy Carter gave it away. And now it's basically been taken over by the United Nations and NGOs. One of those right here. OIM, Organization of International Migration. They're the same organization that were handing out condoms and birth control to illegal aliens before they came over the Darien Gap into Panama. Rather than saying, stop, don't do it, they said, here's some condoms, here's some birth control for when you get raped on the way. That's how disgusting these organizations are. They pretend to be good, and all they're doing is feeding on human misery. And this entire facility here, almost every single building here now is either United Nations opera operation You've got UNICEF on the other side of this building. You've got the UNHCR. Now they have two buildings. That's the refugee side of the United Nations. They've got two buildings because they've had to expand. They got too big for this. And on top of that, you even have the Clinton Foundation out here. Huh. These organizations need to be defunded and they need to be investigated for trafficking. That's damn true. And the Clinton Foundation? They did such wonderful work in Haiti if you know what I mean. And I'm sure you do if you don't look it up. You see? You see? And you didn't know that was going on, did you? Unfreaking believable. All right. I'm going to tell you about another one of our amazing sponsors here. And that would be Brickhouse Nutrition. Not just Brickhouse Nutrition, but in particular, Field of Greens. Field of Greens is an all-natural, good-for-you, real, organic superfood. Indeed it is, and it will make you look better, feel better, you will be better. By getting the fruits and vegetables we all know you need. Folks, fruits and vegetables are the key to healthy living, but... It's the anchor of any healthy diet. They're difficult. You have to go shop for them. You have to keep them fresh. You've got to prepare them. You've got to cook them, store them. By the time sometimes you get to them, they've already gone off. They've rotted. Uh, this is a way for you to get all the great fruits and vegetables you need on a daily basis in a simple, easy, one-stop powder that you mix in with, you could use water or whatever your favorite Beverage might be uh, orange juice, green tea, that it works with everything. Just mix it in. Real USDA organic fruits and vegetables, not extracts. If you look at the back of the package, it doesn't say supplement facts. It says nutrition facts because these, like I said, they are real USDA organic fruits and vegetables, all ground up into this great tasting powder. Several great flavors you can choose from. These are just a few here on the screen. You will absolutely love it, and it is so good for you. You try this for a few months. You go to your doctor. The doctor is going to take a look at you and say, I don't know what you're doing, but whatever it is, keep doing it. 
Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. You use our special link, which is down in the show notes, and you will get an amazing offer. Wonderful discounts from Brickhouse Nutrition, The Jay Sheldon Show, and Field of Greens. Thank you, Field of Greens, for uh, helping to sponsor the show tonight. All right. Climate change goofballs, we got more for you. The world's top scientists, the world's top scientists are told to cover up the fact that the Earth's temperature has not risen for the last 15 years. A leaked United Nations report reveals the world's temperature has not risen. For the last 15 years, politicians have raised concerns about the final draft. Fears the findings will encourage deniers of man-made climate change, which we all know is just so much bullshit anyway. Scientists working on the most authoritative study on climate change were urged to cover up the fact that the world's temperature hasn't risen in the last 15 years. A leaked copy of the UN report compiled by hundreds of scientists shows politicians in Belgium, Germany, Hungary, and the United States of America raised concerns about the final draft. It's expected, this report is expected to address the fact that 1998 was the hottest year on record and world temperatures have never exceeded it since then. Scientists have struggled to explain that. The report, six years of work by the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, which is seen as the world authority on the extent of climate change and what's causing it, on which governments, including Britain's, base their green policies. And they simply say, it ain't happening. AP saw leaked documents yesterday that said deep concerns among politicians about a lack of global warming over the last few years. And Germany's actually made reference to calling for uh, uh, the slowdown, references to the slowdown in warming to be deleted out of the report. Basically, just, oh, no, 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 we don't like that scientific fact. So just, just get, get rid of it. Take it away. Don't write that. Read the article. Read the article. Hungary uh, worried the report would provide ammunition for deniers of man-made climate change. Well, maybe that's because it's just so much bullcrap. Belgium objected to using 1998 as a starting year for statistics as it was exceptionally warm. Yeah, (laughs) makes the graph look flat suggested using 99 or 2,000 instead, which would give it a more upward-pointing curve. You see? You see how they screw with your statistics? If you take that graph and really expand it out over, let's say, 10,000 or 100 million years, you'll see it hasn't changed at all. It goes up, it goes down. It goes up, it goes down. Depending upon how close into those numbers you want to go, like... Belgium saying, oh, let's just get rid of that year that's a little too warm for what we're trying to sell, this crock of crap we're trying to sell the public. 
Read the article. It's in our show notes tonight. It is a head shaker. It is absolutely a head shaker. All right. Use WhatsApp. I mean, who doesn't use WhatsApp? I live with WhatsApp. I do my work with WhatsApp. Part of this show gets produced by WhatsApp. There's a, I mean, I don't know anybody who wouldn't have WhatsApp. Well, there was a, uh, a tweet that went out from some user of WhatsApp that claimed WhatsApp was recording him without his knowledge. Elon Musk actually commented about it. He raised huge concerns about WhatsApp after user claims it was recording him while he was asleep. Let me read the story, then make a comment. A claim that Meta owned WhatsApp was activating the device's microphone by itself, enabling it to listen to what might be going on, went viral when Fawad Dabiri tweeted that this was happening while he was asleep. And Twitter CEO Elon Musk responded in the discussion that, quote, WhatsApp cannot be trusted, end quote. There you go. There's the tweet. And here is Fawad's tweet where he took a screenshot. And you'll see starting at 4.22 a.m. This is the microphone activating. 4.37, 4.39, a couple minutes later, 4.41, and 4.55. Now, no explanation. Every two minutes while he was asleep, WhatsApp claimed there was a bug on Android in response. They said, over the last 24 hours, we've been in touch with a Twitter engineer who posted an issue with his Pixel phone and WhatsApp. We believe it's a bug on Android that misattributes information on their privacy dashboard and have asked Google to investigate and remediate. Users have full control over their mic settings once granted permission WhatsApp only accesses the mic when a user is making a call or recording a voice note or video. And even then, these communications are protected by end-to-end encryption, so WhatsApp cannot hear them. Now, one Twitter uh, user noted, if that's 100% true, you should sue Elon Musk for defamation of the brand. Ah, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Now, look, here's my take, if it matters, which it doesn't. But here's my take. You're going to get it anyway. I have, uh, because I'm fascinated by this voice activation, I always have uh, been. I built my own system way way back when I lived in Key West in Florida. Uh, It ran my house. And I could say, you know, lights on, lights off, turn on the music, check my email. And my computer, I had set it up. This was way before the days of Siri and Alexa and all those other systems that are out there, Google Home, whatever it is. I have uh, Alexa. I have one upstairs in the bedroom and I have one downstairs in the living room. I use it to not only listen to podcasts and play music, but I also use it to control my aircon and to control my lights in the house. I can say, you know, I don't use Alexa. I have changed the computer's buzzword to computer. So if I say computer bedroom light to 20%, 
bedroom light comes down to 20%. Now, I have also the Alexa Show, which is a video screen and a camera. And it's, I don't know, you're probably familiar with it. But it's on my nightstand right by my bed. There has been more than once, because I, I'm a side sleeper, so I'll sleep like on my side like that. My hand is very close to Alexa, and it's a touch screen. There has been more than once when I have been woken up in the middle of the night because she started playing some song or music or whatever, because accidentally I reached over and my hand hit the screen and activated something. Dangerous, huh? Now, I'm not so sure about this with WhatsApp because you'd have to open WhatsApp, start a message, and start hitting that, you know, the record button on WhatsApp. When you, when you press it down, you, you talk to send a, a message. I, that seems a little weird that that might happen. However, I will tell you one other little short story. My phone in my pocket one day unlocked itself, went into messages went to somebody's message and started typing a reply. It was just garbage typing. It wasn't any, there wasn't any real words, but it did all of this in my pocket without my touching anything, probably banging against my thigh or whatever, but that's scary. God knows <clears throat> what sort of messages you could send your boss or if it goes into your, your photo gallery and starts shooting out pictures. You got something on your phone you maybe don't want anybody to see? Hmm? I'm telling you. I, I'm not so sure that's what this is because it does seem a little weird. But it's also a little scary. So keep an eye. Apparently they think it's a bug. They think they're trying to fix it and they're going to see what they can do to to, to fix it. I, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we got one last one here before we get on with our book, uh, 1984, George Orwell, of course, we're reading. And uh, this is not good news or bad news or funny news. It's just weird news. Uh, ASEAN Skyline published this on their Facebook page. And I thought it was actually kind of interesting. I'm not sure you can see this because it's very small. But this is a list of the countries with the most KFCs in the world. Huh. The results are weird. I would not have expected this. You know who's number one? No, it's not the U.S. It's China. By far. China has 4,563 KFC franchises. The U.S. is in second place. Not too far behind. 4,491. Way behind. After that, it falls off crazy Japan, where KFC is Hugely popular. Uh, 1181. UK, 900. South Africa, 736. Canada, 663. Australia, 618. Russia, 608 KFC outlets. And my home country, Malaysia, has number nine, 579 KFCs. The last one is Thailand, right? Our neighbor to the north here. 531. Wow. 4,500 KFCs in China. That's insane. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it, huh? Absolutely nuts. 
All right, it's time for 1984, George Orwell. We, we read books on this show. Hang on, coffee break. Mm. Don't forget, all of our Jay Sheldon Show merchandise, this actually looks really good, but it's hard to get it's so bright. Hard to get it on camera. You'll find it in our show notes tonight. Top link is the Jay Sheldon Show merchandise, T-shirts, hoodies, all kinds of cool stuff there, coffee mugs. And, of course, our AI gallery. Check that out, too, limited editions. One of them is going away very shortly because we've sold nine. And I promised you once we sell ten of any one of these art prints, canvas prints, we're going to delete it. So one of them is about to go away. I'm not going to tell you which one, but then there will only be a few left. So pick them up. People are are buying these things. And uh, they're one of a kind, all signed by me, all printed very nicely on canvas so you can mount them on your wall. All right. Uh, yeah, so anyway, we read books on this show. We've uh, mostly done classic children's books, The Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland. Well, the suggestion was made, and we listen to you guys because that's why we do this show is for you. It's not for me. I can sit here and talk to myself all day, which sometimes I do. <coughs> but it's for you, and so we hope you enjoy it. And we listen, and somebody suggested brilliantly that we should be doing 1984 by George Orwell. So we started it a few streams ago, and we're going to continue on now with 1984. Goldstein! the boy as the door closed on him. But what most struck Winston was the look of helpless fright on the woman's grayish face. Back in the flat, he stepped quickly past the telescreen and sat down at the table again, still rubbing his neck. The music from the telescreen had stopped. Instead, a clipped military voice was reading out with a sort of brutish relish, description of the armaments of the new floating fortress, which had just been anchored between Iceland and the Faroe Islands. With those children, he thought, that wretched woman must lead a life of terror. Another year, two years, and they would be watching her night and day for symptoms of unorthodoxy. Nearly all children nowadays were horrible. What was worst of all was that by means of such organizations as the spies, they were systematically turned into ungovernable little savages. And yet, this produced in them no tendency whatsoever to rebel against the discipline of the party. On the contrary, they adored the party, and everything connected with it. The songs, the processions, the banners, the hiking, the drilling with dummy rifles, the yelling of slogans, the worship of Big Brother. It was all a sort of glorious game to them. All their ferocity was turned outward against the enemies of the state, against foreigners, traitors, saboteurs, thought criminals, it was almost normal for people over 30 to be frightened of their own children. And with good reason, for hardly a week passed in which the Times did not carry a paragraph describing how some eavesdropping little sneak, child hero, was the phrase generally used, had overheard some compromising remark and denounced its parents to the thought police. The string of the catapult bullet had worn off. He picked up his pen half-heartedly. 
wondering whether he could find something more to write in the diary. And suddenly, he began thinking of O'Brien again. Years ago, how long was it? Seven years, it must be. He dreamed that he was walking through a pitch-dark room. Someone sitting to one side of him had said as he passed, We shall meet in the place where there is no darkness. It was said very quietly, almost casually, a, a statement, not a command. He'd walked on without pausing. What was curious was that at the time, in the dream, the words hadn't much impressed him. It was only later, by degrees, that they seemed to take on significance. He could not now remember whether it was before or after having the dream that he had seen O'Brien for the first time, nor could he remember when he'd first identified the voice as O'Brien's. But at any rate, the identification existed. It was O'Brien who had spoken to him out of the dark. Winston had never been able to feel sure even after this morning's flash of the eyes, it was still impossible to be sure whether O'Brien was a friend or an enemy. Nor did it even seem to matter greatly. There was a link of understanding between them, more important than affection or partisanship. We shall meet in the place where there is no darkness, he had said. Winston did not know what it meant only that in some way or another, it would come true. The voice from the telescreen paused. A trumpet call, clear, beautiful, floated into the stagnant air. The voice continued raspingly. Attention, your attention, please. A news flash at this moment arrived from the Malabar front. Our forces in South India have won a glorious victory. I am authorized to say that the action we are now reporting may well bring the war within measurable distance of its end. Here is the news flash. Bad news coming, thought Winston. And sure enough, following on a gory description of the annihilation of a Eurasian army, with stupendous figures of killed and prisoners, came the announcement that, as from next week, the chocolate ration would be reduced from 30 grams to 20. Winston belched again. The gin was wearing off, leaving a deflating feeling. The telescreen, perhaps to celebrate the victory, perhaps to drown the memory of the lost chocolate, crashed into Oceana tis for thee. You were supposed to stand to attention. However, in his present position, he was invisible. Oceana tis for thee gave way to lighter music. Winston walked over to the window, keeping his back to the telescreen. The day was still cold and clear. Somewhere far away, a rocket bomb exploded with a dull, reverberating roar. About twenty or thirty of them a week were falling on London at present. Down in the street, the wind flapped the torn poster to and fro. And the word I-N-G-S-O-C fitfully appeared and vanished. Ingsoc, the sacred principles of Ingsoc, newspeak, doublethink, the mutability of the past. He felt as though he were 
wandering in the forests of the sea bottom, lost in a monstrous world where he himself was the monster. He was alone. The past was dead. The future unimaginable. What certainty that he had a single human creature now living was on his side? And what way of knowing that the dominion of the party would not endure forever? Like an answer, the three slogans on the white face of the Ministry of Truth came back to him. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. He took a 25-cent piece out of his pocket. There, too, in tiny clear letterings, the same slogans were inscribed, and on the other face of the coin, the head of Big Brother. Even from the coins, the eyes pursued you. On coins, on stamps, the covers of books, banners, on posters, and on the wrappings of a cigarette packet, everywhere, always the eyes watching you and the voice enveloping you, asleep or awake, working or eating, indoors, out of doors, in the bath or in bed. No escape. Nothing was your own except the few cubic centimeters inside your skull. The sun had shifted round, and the myriad windows of the Ministry of Truth with the light no longer shining on them, looked as grim as the loopholes of a fortress. And that's where we'll leave it for tonight. We will pick it up again tomorrow night on our next show. All right. Thanks so much. Please do hit that follow button. It's right over here. We really appreciate it over on Rumble. Also, the audio part of our show is a podcast. You can find it on all the podcast platforms. Please give us a subscribe over there. You can take us with you. We're portable on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find the Jay Sheldon Show there. Thanks so much for watching. Be sure and follow. And I will see you all tomorrow.